We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place exclusive interviews with players coaches and team executives streaming live and always available on demand stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the odyssey app chief meteorologist craig allen you are not given to hyperbole but i uh, note some excitement in your voice when you talk about what could be happening in the next week because on paper right now, this is a storm that is uh, really in uncharted territory. There are other systems that will be affecting and interacting with Sandy and could turn it into just an explosive storm, even actually stronger than what Sandy is now as a hurricane. Tracking the storm. Now the latest from WCBS News. That's what the rain and wind from Hurricane Sandy sounded like in Jamaica. It has now made landfall in southern Cuba. Sandy's current path means we have a good chance of getting soaked early next week around here. Let's go live to our chief meteorologist, Craig Allen. We're hearing things, Craig, like perfect storm, historic monster. Is it a little too early for that, or could this be something pretty bad? Monster I'd go with, because that's what it will be when it starts getting up to our latitude. Governor Cuomo here in New York is getting the state ready to be hit by the storm. The governor ordering the Division of Homeland Security to track the storm and prepare for possible impact. New York City is also getting ready. WCBS reporter Rich Lamb with that part of the story. The city has already opened its emergency management situation room and the NYC coastal storm plan has been activated, but Mayor Bloomberg cautions. We don't know when or if or where the storm is going to hit. Uh, The forecasters say... Well, our chief meteorologist, Craig Allen, is back live with us with more on this big storm headed our way. Craig, uh, one thing you mentioned earlier on, which I really found astonishing is that all the models seem to be in general agreement now on this storm. They are now coming in line. There's a general consensus now that there will definitely be a bend back towards the East Coast. Craig, I know one of the things you're concerned about is we'll have a high tide and then there is the surge on top of that. Right. What's going to happen is, is first of all, it's a full moon. So the tide's going to be higher than normal anyway. And if we get a storm surge, depending upon the track of the storm, that is going to bring in phenomenally high tides, or a bigger surge, I should say, bringing the tides to levels that uh, would rival what occurred here with Irene. Storm prep is gearing up along the Jersey Shore. WCBS reporter Sean Adams joins us live from Monmouth County. Yeah, Monmouth County Emergency Management Coordinator Michael Opergard at this point does not anticipate any evacuations, but as the storm approaches, they're going to be keeping an eye on it, especially those locations that are prone to flooding. Seabright, Monmouth Beach area, um, the low-lying areas down in Manasquan in the uh, southern area of the county. Now is the time for homeowners to go over their emergency plans. Store the lawn furniture, clear the gutters and drains, check your pumps, check your generator. Tri-State Utilities are already lining up crews from other states to come help recover from any eventual storm damage. 
Mitch Gross is with Connecticut Light and Power, which took a lot of heat last year for its slow responses to the October snowstorm and tropical storm Irene. This past year has been all about improving storm response. So we've learned a great deal. We continue to uh, work hard to get better. They're also preparing on Long Island. WCBS Bureau Chief Mike Zirinax joins us live from the harbor in Northport. County emergency centers will kick into operation today here on the island. And by the way, the Long Island Power Authority says... It anticipates power outages that could go on for days. We're going to go live to Monmouth County, New Jersey, North Middletown. Governor Chris Christie is stepping to the podium. Uh, This morning I formally declared a state of emergency uh, in anticipation of Hurricane Sandy, which is expected to be a severe and a potentially devastating storm that will hit New Jersey beginning Sunday night and be in full force by Monday. Uh, First, we need to be able to make sure that we can mobilize every aspect of government, both state and local, as we're hit. WCBS reporter Jim Smith joins us live from North Middletown. And those mandatory evacuations are going into effect for New Jersey's Barrier Island starting at 4 p.m. tomorrow. Atlantic City casinos will also have to be evacuated at that time. This morning, WCBS reporter Sophia Hall spoke to Long Islanders living near the water, now bracing for the storm. This woman said she's not going to stay. She's packing up, and with her husband and two cats, she's going to a pet-friendly hotel in the middle of Long Island. I'm afraid of the down power lines and the trees and, and possible fires, and yeah, it will be a disaster. And Mayor Bloomberg is stepping up to the podium. Police will be on extended hours beginning Sunday and highway patrol units will be pre-positioned to aid any stranded motorists. Uh, FDNY special rescue units are also prepared. Now the latest from WCBS. Well, we start our coverage with the guy who can tell us most about what this storm may mean to us in the next few days, meteorologist Todd Glickman. Oh, Patty, it's going to mean a lot to us. We have uh, uh, what's a very dangerous storm that's going to be developing. Sustained winds of 40 to 55 miles an hour, gust to 70 or perhaps even 80. WCBS Connecticut Bureau Chief Fran Schneido tells us how folks there are dealing with Sandy's imminent arrival. Well, residents in most uh, shoreline communities here in Connecticut are evacuating ahead of this storm. The flooding in this storm is expected to be extremely dangerous. Governor Cuomo on WCBS making the announcement just a few minutes ago. The MTA will suspend bus, subway, and commuter rail service at 7 p.m. this evening. That includes the New York City subway system, bus and all Metro North and Long Island Railroad service. Now the latest from WCBS. Mayor Bloomberg has ordered the evacuations of 375,000 people in New York City. We anticipate that uh, the surge will hit a lot of low-lying areas. LIPA working to make sure their response is better than the one last year. Governor Cuomo says there will be a state monitor watching over LIPA this time around. New Yorkers, God bless them. You know, we deal with a lot. Um, but give us the facts and talk to me. Let's go live to Breezy Point. WCBS reporter Alex Silverman. Some of the people I've spoken with said they are going to leave. They did during Irene when there was a mandatory evacuation. There are many mandatory evacuations, among them Belmar, New Jersey. Belmar Mayor Matt Doherty is joining us live. Good evening, Mayor. And what's your biggest fear from this storm? We've been advised by the National Weather Service uh, to anticipate unprecedented, record-setting, tidal flooding. Um, 
we're preparing for something more significant than this town's ever seen before. I found a man named Louie filling sandbags with the sand that makes up his front yard. That is how low this neighborhood lies. He says he has never left his home and he's not going to now. What would it take to get you to leave here? Ten million dollars. Some other people tell me their houses were fine through Irene, so they're not leaving this time. But By now, you should be ready, prepared for what's coming with this storm. That means you've stocked up on some non-perishable food and some extra water. Make sure you have a first aid kit, and if you take medication, keep it handy. You'll want a flashlight and extra batteries should the lights go out. And one more thing, make sure the batteries and your portable radio are working because we've got the full resources of WCBS's news team at work for you around the clock. There's a potential that this could be the worst storm that the city and Westchester have ever seen. The beaches are going to be very bad. Don't be stupid. Get out and go to higher, safer ground. Getting near crunch time now. Our Sandy coverage sponsored by the 2012 Jeep Grand Cherokee. Chief Meteorologist Craig Allen joining us live. High tide coming close for a lot of places now, right? It sure is. Right now in Freeport, where Mike Zirinax is, the water is up and covering the nautical mile on that street there. And, of course, many residential streets are in bad shape. It's going to be worse this evening. Along Freeport's nautical mile, it's where I am now. And it's where Fire Chief Dave Baer just came by and uh, had a conversation with him. We're looking at something as worse as and uh, anything that we've seen in our lifetime. He tells me the big concern are the rising waters, the record time. We continue to narrow it down to somewhere between Long Island, New York City, and Lower Jersey. Sandy's expected to make landfall in southern New Jersey later tonight. Let's go live to Manasquan and WCBS reporter Sean Adams, where the wind is picking up already, Sean. Oh, you better believe it. Listen, I'm soaking wet right now. I actually made my way, made my way back to Spring Lake, uh, and I can tell you on the south side of Spring Lake, the ocean is under the boardwalk. Uh, if this is just the beginning, I don't even want to know what's coming next with the, the next high tide tonight. Uh, already you have street flooding in Manasquan. The wind is intensifying as making utility poles sway back and forth. This just in to the WCBS Newsroom. And in this storm, there has now been a partial crane collapse in Manhattan. It happened on 57th Street between 6th and 7th Avenues. On the scene right now, WCBS reporter Alex Silverman. That's a big building there, Alex. Wait, as I'm talking to you, I'm just being pushed across the street by some police officers. This building uh, is going to be the tallest residential building in the Western Hemisphere when it is finished. It is under construction right now, and this crane boom, which has twisted and is now hanging limp at a, at a severe angle, uh, is at about the 75th story, uh, the very top of where the building now stands. And now there are pieces of metal pieces of that structure sticking out from it as it twists like a helix uh, down toward the ground. People are losing power fast at last check. About a quarter million customers are out in our area. The Holland and Brooklyn Battery Tunnels are closed until further notice. The Tappan Zee Bridge closing at 4. Also at 4 o'clock, the Garden State Parkway will be shut down all the way from 129 on south of Woodbridge Township. Sandy has forced a lot of flight cancellations, 9,000 last we heard, and about a third are in the New York City area airports. Schools across the area are closed today and tomorrow, including New York City schools. Uh, a good portion of Bayville Avenue on the west end of Bayville is underwater. The rain has been very intense. It is blowing in sheets sideways. 
there is no power in any of the stores that we've seen, in any of the homes that we've seen. Sophia Hall, you're seeing some pretty good storm activity now, aren't you? And I was just on Riverside Avenue in Lindenhurst, and the road is just like the name. It is flooded. It looks like a river. A jeep is halfway under the water. And also nearby, large trucks are blocking the normally busy Montauk Highway. That's flooded. The Craig water- Allen, they're about to uh, make you leave the weather center because of rising waters. Absolutely. Uh, I, I think we're going to turn it over to Todd Glickman for, for, for my safety in this case, and, and and the families too, because the water is now coming up over into the roadways. And if high tide is still three hours away, uh, I don't think it's going to be a very, very good scene in the along the south shore of Long Island. Hurricane force winds are continuing just about everywhere now. As we head on through the evening hours, we're going to see gusts between 80 and even up to 90 miles per hour at times. As the storm, that's how intense it is, and it has moved on shore right around Cape May now. Coastal flooding is obviously going to be historic. It's it's going to be damaging in every way, shape, or form for those. Of that's you- what we're talking about. Thank you. That is a, uh, I think it's safe to say, irritated Connecticut Governor Daniel Malloy, uh, not happy with the thousands of coastal Connecticut residents who apparently decided to ride this storm out and now are surrounded by floodwaters and have no way out. So, so if you're in one of these areas surrounded by water right now in your home, as you heard from the governor, all you can really do is try and go to a higher floor and ride this out and wait for this high tide that's coming in now uh, to go down. Uh, now to Battery Park, WCBS reporter Alex uh, Silverman. It is a dicey situation there. Steve, this is absolutely astounding. The power has been cut to Battery Park. It is pitch black. I am standing in front of Castle Clinton, which has stood here in Battery Park since 1808, and I can tell you right now, it has a moat. It is surrounded by water. The water has overtaken the seawall. I cannot see the seawall. It is totally gone. Twitter is becoming a trusted source for us. Kevin Ortiz of the MTA now tweeting, water in many subway stations in New York City. Let's go to uh, Governor Andrew Cuomo now. Subway tunnels have been breached, obviously. There is water filling the subway tunnels. Ground Zero site, there is water on that site, and it is uh, in the One World Trade Center basement. Um, It's not in the museum, which is good news. We're now filling, it's filling the uh, Brooklyn Battery Tunnel. This incredible site, there is a raging river pouring down the approach ramp to the Brooklyn Battery Tunnel. It looks like a waterfall coming from several directions. There are white caps running along this, this raging river that is several feet deep. Unbelievable. Have you been able to talk to anybody, uh, uh, any officials there, Alex? Do they have any idea how long this is going to go on, when this water might start to recede a little bit? It's only been rising in the past few hours since I've been here. I spoke to Joe Loda, the MTA chairman. I ran into him. Uh, he was surveying the damage. He said, this is bad. If it gets any worse than this, I don't know. Those were his words. And we I mean, it's high tide now, and so this is what we've been uh, fearing and what yeah. we've been waiting for. What is amazingly clear to us now is just how accurate these dire predictions were going back a week that we really should brace ourselves for a storm unlike any other, and that is exactly what we are seeing right now. It was smart to shut down the subway systems. It was smart to shut down the Con Ed grids in certain areas. The plan has worked so far. We're experiencing uh, some power outages here, right here in the building, and elevators not working. Yeah, no lights in our bathroom either. I just found that out the hard way. We are getting uh, more uh, reports of fatalities as well. Uh, The Star-Ledger now saying police in Morris County have confirmed two dead after a tree fell in a car. Uh, we also had a report earlier of a 30-year-old man dying after being hit by a, a tree and crushed. Uh, we have our transmitter uh, on fairly high ground up in the Bronx, and we have been watching water gathering all day long. And so we are uh, broadcasting on our FM sister station for a number of reasons, to make sure that we reach as many people as possible. But in the event 
that at some point tonight we lose uh, connectivity to the transmitter site or we have to shut down for safety or security reasons, we may go away from 880 a.m. and stay on 102.7. Bear in mind, if you're outside, get inside because as I was outside trying to run back in, things were blowing around, tree branches down in front of our building, pieces of a scaffolding coming flying down a street. It is quite dangerous out there. On our news line right now is Jim Smith, and you found it so dangerous out there in Sayreville that you decided to stop driving, follow the advice that we're given on the radio, and where are you now? Tell us more. I saw a firehouse, uh, parked the car, ran out, dripping wet, knocked on their front door, uh, seeking shelter, and they let me in with uh, open arms. If you don't have lights and sirens on your car, you have no business being out on the roads at this point tonight. Power lines are down. There is no power anywhere in central New Jersey. So when the sun does come up, the amount of damage is sure to be astonishing. WCBS reporter Mike Zirinax is live this morning on the north shore of Long Island. You're in Mineola, Mike? Well, I'm Mineola now. I began on the north shore of the island over in Suffolk, was able to make my way uh, uh, finally to Mineola. Guys, you know, I'm no spring chicken. I've been around. I've covered a lot of uh, 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 emergency situations. This is as bad as anything I've ever seen. Uh, There are down wires. There are down trees. blocked roads, dangerous conditions everywhere you go. I'll give you a few examples. Broadway and Hicksville, if you know the area at all, uh, in front of the Broadway Mall. This is one of the busiest areas of Long Island. Snap utility poles. Others are leaning at 45-degree angles. Uh, they could go at any time. Right now I'm on Forest Avenue and Rye near uh, Oakland Beach, uh, very close to Rye Playland. A tree fell clear across the road. Uh, with all of its branches extended, it, it resembles a dinosaur skeleton, like a rib cage. Twisted around all that, you have a mangled utility pole and a rat's nest of wires. It is a mess. Uh, the lights are out uh, throughout this area. President Obama has declared a major disaster for New York City, Long Island, and New Jersey. The declaration makes federal funding available to people in the area. Millions throughout the tri-state are stumbling around with a flashlight or the light from a cell phone this morning with more than 4.3 million power outages. Con Ed reports 670,000 customers without power in New York City and Westchester, the largest storm-related outage in Con Ed's history. JCPNL is more than 900,000 outages, totaling 80 85% of its New Jersey customers. PSE&G reports a million out. Um, like I said, 33 years on a job here, and I've, uh, I've I've never seen water like this. Gene Barada, chief of the Bergen County Executive, says Munaki has lost its fire department, police department, and municipal building. There are no reports of injuries at this time. The magnitude of Sandy is widespread. We're trying to cover the entire story, and we're relying on you to help us out with that. Since Sandy hit, we've been asking you to call our talkback line, like Paul from Edison, New Jersey. Had lots of rain and wind and transformers blowing out. One by one, the lights went out. Trees are laying across the road, and if you don't see them, you're going to hit them. Um, It is dangerous. Don't drive. Some good advice from that Long Island listener. Keep those calls coming on our talkback line. Help us out. 877 WCBS Newstime 954. Well, here's quite the talkback. We have the governor of New York on the line with us. Good morning, Governor Andrew Cuomo. Thanks for joining us. Sounds like we have some work to do, guys. Yeah. So where do we start? We start, number one, with uh, assuring public safety. We still have people who are in life-threatening situations, dangerous situations. We still have uh, police units from all across the state being deployed in New York City and Long Island. 
Sandy, uh, blamed for 20 deaths up the East Coast, 15 in New York State, 10 in New York City. A do not consume water order has been issued for the water districts of Long Beach and Mill Neck Estates in Nassau County. All residents who are... Let's go right to NJ Transit right now and spokesman John Durso Jr. because we just read the headline there, John. All of the train lines are damaged? That is correct, Wayne. There is not one single line within the state of New Jersey that has not been impacted by this storm. It has crippled our infrastructure across the state. Let's go live now to NYU Langone Medical Center in Manhattan, which has been in crisis mode since last night when the generators failed. Marla Diamond is live with us. And they're finally catching their breath here, Wayne. Over 300 patients, 20 from the neonatal intensive care unit, were moved from NYU Langone Medical Center after their backup generator failed. Water from the East River came spilling over the FDR and right into the basement, affecting their entire property. It is still dark here at the hospital. And about an hour ago, there were hundreds of ambulances lined up. These are ambulances courtesy of FEMA. WCBS News Time 1234. Well, the transit system in New York City was hit hard, of course, by the hurricane. Here is MTA Chairman Joe Loda. I can say unequivocally that uh, the MTA last night faced a disaster as devastating as it has ever faced in its history. Um, Sandy wrecked havoc on the entire transportation system, the subways, the buses, Metro North, and the Long Island Railroad in every single borough of the city and in every single county uh, of the MTA region. He says that efforts to pump out train tunnels, that's what is now underway. At the South Street Station, water is literally up to the ceiling. He says the president will tour parts of Jersey with Governor Christie, who has a news conference coming up a little over two hours from now. Christie says he could not anticipate how terrible the devastation would be. And he has called the damage along the Jersey Shore unthinkable. There are houses in the middle of Route 35. The uh, amusement pier at Seaside Park is essentially half washed out. I don't know whether it's the roller coaster or the log flume is now in the ocean. Things went from bad to worse in the Breezy Point section of Queens last night, where an out-of-control six-alarm fire has destroyed more than 50 homes. The neighborhood on the Rockaway Peninsula, which juts into the ocean, had earlier been flooded by Hurricane Sandy. Nearly 200 firefighters have been on the scene since about 11 Let's go live to WCBS reporter Alex Silverman, who spent much of the morning in Breezy Point. And uh, what are your impressions, Alex? The entirety of, of Breezy Point has been devastated. The ocean met the bay. All along the beach, there are homes that have been taken off their foundations. I spoke to one man who had just uh, who had just come back and, and saw what had happened to his home. It had been moved off its foundation about 50 yards and was lying at a 45-degree angle. And I asked him what was going through his mind, and he said only that, I cannot let my wife see this. My wife cannot see this. That area that burned, it looks like a bomb was dropped on it. It doesn't look like the aftermath of a fire. It looks like the aftermath of of some apocalyptic event. There are simply... There's simply nothing left of these homes. There are little pieces of brick walls. Now, Tom Kaminsky was over the Jersey Shore all this morning long in Chopper 880, and he now joins us live. We were listening to you earlier, uh, Tom, and we could hear how it was almost hard to accept what you were seeing. The scenes of devastation are, are, are absolutely heartbreaking. I mean, it is impossible to tell in a lot of areas where, uh, where the beach is and, and Ocean Avenue, uh, Route 36, uh, begins. The only way we could tell where the boardwalk stood uh, was by the pilings that the boardwalk had previously stood on. Can you put into words for people who can't see this or haven't seen pictures of this yet what it looks like? Unbelievable. It's unbelievable. We're standing on Ocean Avenue. This should be blacktop, but we're standing pretty much on, on the beach now. This yeah, is about a beach. foot of sand, yeah. 
Yep. And the boardwalk, can you describe what it looks like? Gone. It's demolished. On Staten Island, surveying the damage in the Midland Beach section, WCBS reporter Paul Murnane joining us live. With each block south of Highland Boulevard, it just got worse and worse and worse. First, you see cars parked by the road with some dirt and some some debris on the hoods. Uh, Then the next intersection, uh, the lights are out. You see the cars are at a 90-degree angle against telephone poles. Uh, Then I saw a boat on top of a car. Then I saw a telephone pole that had fallen down on top of a car. Let's go live to Mastic Beach, WCBS. CBS Long Island Bureau Chief Mike Zirinax is with us. Mike? One site that really stands out, boats on streets and in yards, in wooded areas. Apparently, dozens of boats in a private marina here were lifted by the floodwaters and deposited all over the village. David Crabtree, he's a resident here. The, the boats went everywhere. Lucky they missed my house, you know. Me, I sort of fared out pretty well, but, I mean, everybody else, I mean... It looked like a, a war zone. Just ahead of the opening bell, the first one in a while. Ray Hoffman, Wall Street Journal. Yeah, it's going to be quite the scene in about, uh, well, four and a half minutes when Mayor Bloomberg rings the opening bell at the New York Stock Exchange, given how so much has gone into making it happen. The networking tests, the connectivity tests, the carpooling and van pooling to get the employees in, especially given how most of the financial district is still blacked out. Millions of people are trying to make it to work this morning. The good news is some of the subway and rail lines are working again on a limited basis, and they are free. But for those driving into Manhattan, you need to have at least three people, including yourself, to enter. Tom Kaminsky is in Chopper 880, and by far, Tom... This is not your average commute. Tell us what it looks like from above. Just getting a look here at the inbound side of the George Washington Bridge. At least a 90-minute to two-hour delay on uh, 8095 jammed across the span. Uh, we also have delays, very heavy volume in Brooklyn. We're about a quarter mile down in the Brooklyn Battery Tunnel, uh, and we have taken a walk to see where the water begins. And the water apparently goes up to the ceiling for one mile between here and Brooklyn. They're pumping away at it. The officials we've seen down here appear to be pleased at the progress. Getting around on mass transit is a little bit easier. NJ Transit has 80% running on bus lines, but the rail, forget about that, light rail not yet. Metro North has Harlem Line service to Mount Kisco, New Haven Line service to Stamford, LIRR running limited service on the main line and Port Washington and Ronkonkoma lines. City subways have limited service. And joining us live now on the WCBS Newsline is New York Cardinal Timothy Dolan. Cardinal Dolan, thank you so much for being with us this afternoon. Tanya and Wayne, I'm the one who's grateful. Thanks for the invitation. You are calling for a special collection this Sunday during the Mass, and this will be relief for all the Hurricane Sandy victims? Actually, uh, God's people have called for it. Our people will be asked to sacrifice on behalf of those who are suffering this Sunday. I can tell you on the way in, another surreal moment was to see hundreds and hundreds of cars lined up for one gas station. Then you go up about a half a mile further uh, and you see hundreds more. Few gas stations have electricity. No New York City Marathon this Sunday. The mayor has canceled it. Live to City Hall and WCBS reporter Rich Lamb. And we can tell you that the mayor, in a written statement claiming right to the end, while holding the race would not require diverting resources from the recovery effort, it's clear that it has become the source of controversy and division. From the sunshine, Ulysses takes me inside what's been his world the past week. You see right now, you can't see anything. It's pitch black. Exactly. Eyes never adjust. There's rotten food and worse on the floor. The smell is nauseating. People haven't taken a bath in over a week. Marilyn Mielis has lived here her whole life. You need to feel the fear that we feel in our own homes. There's talk of muggings and rapes. Women and children are coming out during the day, and as soon as darkness comes, 
we run upstairs and we hide in our apartments. And yet at a community center a few blocks away, there's a line of people waiting for supplies. When the volunteers told them... We're not going to hand anything out from here today. Okay. 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 Other places need it more than we do, they said. In Red Hook, Brooklyn, Alex Silverman. Still about 690,000 homes and businesses across the area with no electricity. It's been 10 days in Westchester. What the heck is Con Ed doing? Oh, boy. Yeah, no, we're, um, we, we, we know um, real well how frustrated our customers are, and we absolutely understand how incredibly... Uh, difficult this has been for them. Um, uh, this uh... Sophia Hall is in Hicksville live for us now, and people are starting to turn out to tell LIPA exactly what they think, aren't they, Sophia? Yeah, there's been hundreds of people here, Alex, all morning long. They're holding signs. In fact, I'm reading one right now. I'm old and I'm cold. Power for the people. Please turn our power back on. There have been people now, this is day 13, that they don't have power. They said, you know, a lot of us don't have generators. We're freezing. Nice and crews are doing the painstaking work of restoring power to this corner of Katona, stopping to repair each downed power line, transformer, and telephone pole. And they're doing it with an assist from Bedford Town workers like Sven Renewed. A lot of work. A lot of work. Yep, and it's slow and it's tedious and, you know, sometimes we're going to move uh, debris out of the way for them to get to the pole. I suggested that this storm will cost the region $50 billion dollars in damage and economic loss. State of New York, about $33 billion in damage and economic loss. That is a staggering number. Now, Small Business, Joe Connolly, sponsored by Verizon High Speed Internet and Phone for Small Business. The mood at the WCBS Small Business Breakfast on Long Island was partly just tired relief that at least business can resume. The broad sense was that many businesses were up over last year until the storm. And those that were do not think losses from the storm will wipe out those gains, but it depends on how much... No doubt a lot of people on Staten Island are wondering where to vote today. WCBS reporter Sean Adams is at one of the relocated poll sites in that borough. At the Petrita School, election coordinator Susan DeWillett did her best to adapt to the changes. Waiting for more supplies to come because we're short. Staten Island Academy was closed. Voters in that district were bumped here, but Nancy Benedetto didn't know that. There's no signs. Unbelievable. This is absurd. This is a presidential election. Together, Mr. President, we will not just rebuild New York. We will build back better than ever before. Ladies and gentlemen, the President of the United States. Thank you so much, everybody. Uh, I- I'm going to be relatively brief. I I came up here right after the storm, uh, was on the Jersey uh, side, and I promised to everybody that I was speaking on behalf of the country when I said we are going to be here until the rebuilding is complete. And I meant it. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 